How's it going? I thought I'd record another intro for my next episode. I know this is a bit unusual, but I have a new podcast that I'm about to release about texting. I'm going to ask you a question, but then I, I will intro the episode with, with some clip of a podcast that I think is important for you to listen to. But the podcast today is, when does an event cross over the text threshold? Like everything in your life, no matter what, a person's birthday, somebody being in the hospital, somebody winning an award, do any of those moments call for something more than a text? So I will get into that on this episode today. But for episode 230 here, I wanted to play you a clip from a recent Sam Harris podcast. So have we crossed over into the world where we can all recognize the conveniences of technology. We can all appreciate them. But at some point, we reach a tipping point where all these conveniences, all these technologies that have made their way into our periphery, at what point do they start to detract? At what point are we becoming lazy? At what point are we becoming robotic versions of ourselves? And I think that's sort of the point that I am trying to raise as I talk about texting. You know, we, we love the conveniences, but is humanity being ripped out or, you know, ripped to shreds thanks to all we do is send a text? So let me play this clip of a recent Sam Harris podcast, and I think it, it illustrates my point as well. You know, we're, we're sort of is anybody thinking about, or are you thinking about, how are all these devices affecting your day-to-day -day life? How are they affecting the way that you communicate with people, even like in line at the grocery store? Sometimes I think about that person that's ringing me up. Maybe one of the best parts of their day is having human-to-human -human interaction with, with me, with anybody. So I'll engage in a conversation at Trader Joe's. I'll often talk to the person ringing me up. When you're in line at Trader Joe's, are you just staring down at your phone responding to emails? Or are you greeting people in your day-to-day -day life with a hello, with a smile? Maybe that smile, maybe that 20-second conversation that you're having with somebody at Trader Joe's is actually, is actually going to be the highlight of their day. So let me play this clip and then on to the rest of the show. You cannot have a wholly moderation-free environment. Every algorithm, just speaking of curation, has a weighting in some regard. There is no such thing as neutral. There is no, you know, even reverse chronological mm. is a particular value judgment because they're weighting it by time. And you can see this actually quite clearly now on Twitter. If you look at the For You page, I think they're calling it, or, you know, For You versus following you see different types of things you can go and you can look at a chronological feed you will see that for you is often bait right it's it's the most you know kind of outrage inducing you're going to go click into this you're going to go fight with that person that's great for the platform the chronological feed is not necessarily as engaging it's not necessarily going to keep you there but it is a different mechanism for surfacing information and so what we're ultimately talking about here is incentives. It is a system of incentives. It is a system of judgments. And that is in algorithmic curation as well as content moderation. And I do think that the public does not actually understand 
the extent to which the extent to which an algorithm deciding to curate and surface something shapes their behavior, shapes what they do next. And this is a thing that I feel like I'm like trying to scream it from the rooftops, just saying it, it's not just about is this person being censored? Is that person being censored? It's actually what is being amplified. And that is potentially the far more interesting question as we think about how to build a system that vaguely mimics a public square. So that's the point that I wanted you to hear. Are we aware culturally of how these algorithms, these social media networks, how these devices are impacting us day in and day out emotionally? And that's kind of scary to think about, to think that an algorithm is, is shaping human interaction, is shaping culture. Our phone and the ability to text is impacting the way we communicate with one another is impacting mental health, is impacting nuance, is impacting depth, making people indolent, making people lugubrious and, and, and selfish. And that's scary to think about. And again, I don't ruminate it all day, but that's sort of the point that I want to make with this episode today. How is the phone impacting your perspective on other people's events? Is everything that happens in somebody's life met with you sending them a text message? Does anything in somebody else's life inspire you to pick up the phone, get on the phone, and give them a call and talk to them? Are you interested in having those phone conversations anymore? So I'll leave you with that. Enjoy the show. Again, another little intro to today's episode. You know where to find me on social at Eddie Cohen or the Spiritual Spiral Podcast. And for now, on to the show. Here we go. Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral Podcast. I'm Eddie Cohn, host, creator of the show. Thrilled you're here. This is going to be a very quick episode, I think. Um, so I'll, I'll get right to it. As always, I'm stoked you're here. If you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends. Send me a message on Instagram. Let me know what you think about the show. Maybe write a review on iTunes. I've got a huge library of amazing shows, episodes, so definitely go back and check them out. This is sort of a response to an episode I had a few weeks ago about texting and how I believe phone calls are so much more three-dimensional and enriching than a text. And again, I fully understand the convenience of sending texts. I send texts. I know some of my friends listen to my show and they're like, Eddie, you send texts. Yes, of course. I know I send texts. I love texts in the sense that, hey, I'm running late, or uh, check this out, or here's an article. I can't obviously make phone calls all the time, just like you probably can't make phone calls all the time. But I think I've established in a previous episode that phone calls, that face-to-face conversations are better. Yes, they are better served than a text message. They create more emotionality. They are more enriching. They, they fill your heart up with joy. 
They add nuance and depth as opposed to a text. So let me ask you a question. That's something that I've been thinking about. When do you think in your life that a text isn't appropriate? So I think I've established that, okay, you're, you're going to the grocery store. You, you want to ask your significant other, oh, do we have sugar at home? Should I get sugar? That's probably worthy of a text. I'm running late. Or do you want me to pick up dinner? So many reasons to send a text. I get it. But when do you cross the threshold of texts and enter the world of a phone call? So somebody in your family, maybe a friend, graduated from college, or maybe they are pregnant. Are you going to send them a phone call? Or are you going to just send them a message on Instagram? You're just going to send a message on Instagram? Okay. Let's say... It's the birthday. Are, are, is, is a birthday worthy of a phone call? And I'm not even saying that you're connected on, on Facebook. Just you know each year this person's birthday falls on a particular day. Is a birthday worthy of, of you picking up the phone and, and leaving a voicemail and, and, and sending a phone call to them? Or is a birthday still in that text world? And again... I'm not anti-tech. I'm not anti-text. What I am anti is the dwindling of, of human interaction. I am anti-human beings becoming robotic. I am anti-human beings understanding that different moments and events are different. There's nuance. So again, let's, let's, let's just keep brainstorming here a little bit. Let's say somebody in your family is, is in the hospital having a procedure or maybe has a scary doctor's appointment or, or something or a friend or maybe a friend broke an ankle or a, a foot or uh, spinal surgery. Are you going to give them a phone call, wishing them luck, send them you know I love the voice memo. I love sending voice memos because you, people can hear my voice and, and there's, a, there's a lot of emotion in my voice and there's nuance and, and it, it adds a little bit more energy than just the, the verbiage of a text. So if, if somebody you know is going to be going into some scary surgery, are you going to send a text? Or is, is that moment worthy of a 10-minute phone call? Let's say somebody you know, let's say you know somebody who's like a, an actor or a filmmaker, or they just, they just got a part, or just, they just got a role in a, in a movie or a TV show. You know that they've been auditioning for five years, and they finally got a role. <laughs> I'm just making this up as I go here. So are you going to send them a text that says, congratulations on getting that part? Or are you going to call them up? Is it too much to get on the phone and call them and say, congratulations? Are you too busy to make that phone call? Let's say somebody you know lost somebody 
there was a death in, a, in the family or, or a friend or something kind of really tragic, and, and don't mean to be a bit morose here, but sorry about that, but let's say something kind of sad happened. Maybe somebody got a scary blood test result, or maybe somebody actually died, a close friend died, or you know somebody who their, their friend passed away. Are you going to send a text like, oh, thinking about you, I hope everything's okay? Or is, is that, like when somebody dies, is that finally the moment that you cross the threshold of texts and send and make a phone call? Or is everything just worthy of a text? Is everything a text? 40th, 50th, 60th, 80th birthday is an 80th birthday just a text? Or if, if somebody hits the age of 80 in your life, is that crossing the line, that, that, that powerful line of, of text? Has that passed it? And is that worthy of a phone call? Am I just being so curmudgeon, so old school here, holding on to those phone calls like my life depended on it? Maybe people's lives do depend on it, though. That's something that I think about. We have this increase in mental health issues in our culture. And I just, I wonder if it's as simple as people aren't talking to one another. People have just like thrown everything into a text. No matter how joyful the moment is, or no matter how tragic the moment is in people's lives, they are just met with texts. Is, is everything in your life just worthy of a text? I told you it was a pretty quick episode. Again, I'm just trying to add some perspective, some nuance into our lives. It's just, again, this is something I think about. Like, I get the texts are quick easy, convenient, and they often, the job is done with the text. But ask yourself this week, next week, when does something, when is something no longer worthy of a text? When is an event in somebody else's life worthy of something more than a text? I mean, back in the day, obviously, there were letters, there were postcards. Then we had emails. Not as joyful as a letter, but, you know, emails, I guess, better than nothing. And now it's, it's, it's text. And again, I know we can say text is better than nothing. But are there moments in your life where you could do more than a text? Is maybe sending a text lazy? Is maybe sending a text not giving your all? Could you do a little bit more? You know where to find me on social, at Eddie Cohn or the Spiritual Spiral Podcast. Please go back, check out. I've got some incredible guests, some amazing episodes, incredible talks about music, art, technology, yoga, meditation. Any questions, please reach out. Maybe write a review on iTunes. That would be incredibly helpful. I have a book that came out this last year. It's available on Amazon. It's called SSAFY. 
Just type in SSAFY and Eddie Cohn, obviously, on Amazon. I was just on a podcast called the On Stage Podcast. It's on YouTube. Type in On Stage Podcast, and of course, my name, Eddie Cohn, in the search on YouTube. And voila, I'll show up, give it a listen. I think it's a great chat. Actually, we, we talk a lot about music. I talk a lot about my creative process and my perspective on the world of art. So check it out. And that's it. I'll be back soon. Thanks, as always, for listening, supporting, being a part of the Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral podcast.